Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And while I'm always excited to talk to you all, this episode will have a little bit more of a, a not-so-upbeat tone, only because it was a really rough uh, couple of days there for a lot of our recent graduates or or folks who have recently done great things for the program who are now moving on to the professional ranks. We'll get into all that and more and how NIL could possibly solve this problem coming up with today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So as I alluded to in the opening, um, this was a tough week for a lot of um, a lot of a lot of recent NC State players. And when I say that, a lot of people are thinking I'm just talking about the undrafted free agents in football. And that's not the case at all. We're also going to talk about the fact that Alyssa Kunain and Raina Perez uh, were waived by the Seattle Storm. Raina Perez, it was not as much of a surprise as she was picked up as an undrafted free agent. And in the WNBA, the chances of making the team as an undrafted free agent are, are really, really tough because some first-rounders don't even make it out. Uh, I believe the number eight pick this year uh, was was away from her team. Alyssa Kunain, however, again, even with the number eight player being waived this year, and even with previous years where players were drafted even higher, being waived is still is a little bit jarring um, if you are very deeply enthralled in football and basketball, where you know if you're a first round pick, you're at least guaranteed a couple of years to uh, figure it out and make it happen, which is why, for example, if you look in the NFL, the Kadarius Tony situation where he's allegedly being shopped around by the Giants after only one year, everybody's looking around like, wait a minute, did, did he cut somebody's head off or something? What happened? Because you don't draft somebody that high and uh, turn around and and get rid of them. But it's a slightly different situation for women's basketball. And we'll talk about that later. But before we get there, we've got to talk about the rest of the uh, NC State players who are going to be going um, to different teams this offseason. We already talked about Big Egg, first offensive player off the board, and immense value there as well. This is not a guy who... Uh, him going there was seen as like a, oh, why, why would they pick him there? Or it doesn't make sense. Most people had him as their OT number one. And it it made sense um, pretty much all around, especially given the Panthers want to give Sam Darnold everything he needs to succeed. So if he does not do so, it's not a matter of, well, we just didn't support him properly. It's a matter of he is not the right fit and we can plug in the new quarterback and and keep it rolling. But we've got to talk about the only other Wolfpack player uh, who was drafted so far, and that is uh, young Trenton Gill, who who uh, was was drafted um, by the Bears at number 255, at pick number 255 overall. I want to say that was like seven before uh, the Mr. Irrelevant, which I believe was – uh, a quarterback, the quarterback Brock Purdy, I want to say, uh, out of out of Iowa State. But either way it goes, uh, shout out to Trent Gill. We love to show our specialist love on this show 
And, you know, the young man is, is going out to live his dreams in the NFL. The last specialist we had drafted did very well. A.J. Cole, is uh, he made the Pro Bowl last year, and, and I think he got to enjoy one of the first ever uh, sideline hot dogs in the Pro Bowl. So Wolfpack is making history all over the place. But now we have to talk about the not-so-fun stuff. Um, so Icky and Trenton Gill were our only two players drafted. Now, Ricky Person Jr., that that wasn't too surprising. Uh, if you listen to the pre-draft uh, lead-up episodes that I talked about, wasn't really expecting him to get drafted. But Emeka and Bam, this is a situation where if you would have told me that all, all four of these things would have conspired in the way that they did as far as um, Bam not getting drafted, Emeka not getting drafted, Raina getting waived, and Alyssa, Alyssa getting waived, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have believed you. I'd say I can take it to the bank and cash it in. That's not going to happen, um, which is a little perplexing. Again, the, the WNBA, we'll talk about them later and, and how that's run. But um, I – so let me say this. I don't fancy myself as a draft expert or anything like that. But one thing that I did learn when I was much younger – when Tim Tebow got drafted, I learned that you don't need every team to love you or every team to even like you. You just need one. You just need one. And so with that thought in mind, it's a little confusing. It's it's a little bit confusing that there was not one team that saw the value of Bam Knight, of Emeka Amezi that said, you know what? We'll take a flyer on this six. We'll take a flyer on this seven. Because those are two guys who were extremely productive at NC State. Extremely uh, productive. So I'm I'm a little confused there. Again, I've, I've talked to Nazim about all the things that Bam Knight brings in the return game and, and how, you know, he has a little bit of ability catching passes out the backfield as well. I've talked about Emeka being the all-time leading receiver in terms of uh, receptions here at NC State. But – there's, I don't know, it, this this just feels a little weird. You know, this this it's one of those things that you look up at and you're like, huh, how'd that happen? But anywho, Bam is headed to um, play for the New York Jets, and Ricky and Emeka are headed to play for the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, and I know some of y'all are going to cut me off and never turn the show back on or never listen to me again after this. The Lions, y'all all know, the Lions is my team. I ride with him. I die with him. I'm going to stick beside him. On 16, I'm going to stick beside him. Wasting Matt Stafford's uh, career darn there. I'm going to stick beside him. Wasting Calvin Bear. I'm going to stick beside him. But the Ravens are a team I've, I've been fond of for a long time. So I know. I know some Steelers fans who just cut me off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to be honest. Okay? I got to be honest with you. When they put Ray Lewis on that cover mat and they added that his stick, it was a game changer. It was a game changer. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed there. But anyway, uh, very seriously, I think that all three of these guys are going to good situations. Um, the the Jets don't have a super established, like a, a super fleshed out, oh, yeah, these are the backs that are going to be getting the lion's share of the touches. And um, Bam, you know, you got to get in where you fit in. If Bam performs well, he'll have the opportunity to be the guy there. Um, Emeka Mezzi, very similar situation in that, I mean, the Ravens wide receiver core is sorely lacking uh, a big body guy who can make tough catches. And, you know, Emeka is sitting there like, hey, ding dong, that's me. 
big guy who can make contentious catches. So I, I think that they're, they'll both be fine. And, and uh, Ricky Person Jr. as well, it's always good to go with one of your old teammates and, you know, have somebody there with you that's going through those experiences that, that you're already somewhat familiar with. Uh, but on top of that, this Ricky Person Jr. is a guy who runs tough and physical. He runs much more physical than his size would imply. And the Ravens always say, play like a Raven. Ricky fits that mantra. He fits that mantra 100%. He fights and fights and fights for yards like nobody's business. And funny story, I went to go see him play when he was in high school, okay? And I can't remember who they were playing, but he fumbled. And the reason he fumbled was because he was just fighting and clawing for extra yards. But obviously, there were a lot of folks around, and, and he didn't have the ball covered up. And um, one of the guys, I was in the uh, – I was in the – what is it? The – the announcer's booth or whatever. I, I was there and uh, they cut the mic off and they said, darn it, he needs to learn how to go down. Every play is not going to be a big one. And in my mind, I'm like, y'all can clean up that fumble. Y'all can clean up. You cannot teach that type of determination to squeeze every yard you can out of a run. You, you just can't do it. So um, that's, again, if you're talking play like a Raven, if you're talking about how winning and championship teams are built, those are the types of qualities you're looking for in a guy and if we're talking about built i've got to talk to you all about built bar the summer is coming and with summer you're going to need some food on the go you know you like to travel a lot if you like to go hiking if you want to take a mini staycation if you want to take a mini vacation doesn't matter uh built bars are the perfect snack for you to take with you on your family vacations throw them in your bags or in your kids bags or in your friends bag doesn't matter just make sure to eat somebody has got uh, the built bar. Okay, I would advise whoever is in charge of the snacks for the trip. That's that's who I'd probably uh, make the person responsible for keeping the built bars loaded up. The best part about built bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With built bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All puffs and bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means. That with Built Bar, you can eat healthy while actually enjoying it. Most bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, and you are winning in every way. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So the next thing I want to talk to you all about is um, Raymond Perez and Alyssa name being cut by the Seattle Storm. Now, I knew that the Seattle front court was loaded and that it was going to be tough to crack it. I knew that was going to be the case. But to not even make it out of training camp is, oof. And I know that this is like, you know, this is the end and there will be more cuts made and there will be veteran cuts as well. But this is just tough to watch. You know, two players that I meant, just so much to this program. Um, you look at Randy Perez, who got us to the Elite Eight with the steal and layup against Notre Dame. You look at uh, the game winner that she hit against Louisville to win us our, I want to say that was the second uh, conference tournament championship. You look at so many other huge moments that she's had where she just controlled the floor. She just was a great floor general, getting everybody involved. Um, and, and you know, you you're like, oh, man, this is tough. But, again, this is an undrafted free agent, which you expect those are to break sometimes. Alyssa, on the other hand, 
this is a player that was an all-American, all-conference, all-world, all-everything, really, and she doesn't make it out again. That's that's a little bit more perplexing. Now, I understand the WNBA is – they have much tighter margins than the NBA and all that, and, and so because of that, they have, like, less guarantees uh, if you're drafted. And I, I understand that, but it's still tough. You know, like, is it is it like a lingering injury or something? Is it – Something that we don't know about because to hear about Alyssa being like in the league, getting one cup of coffee, then being tossed out is who that's tough. That's that's really, really tough. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm I'm a little surprised here, but I again, all all four of these players or five rather happening, how it happened. If you would have told me Ricky and Raina were not gonna or we're not gonna be drafted or we're gonna be waived, I'd say you know that makes sense. But the more you expand it, the more people you go to with it, it's like, hmm, that it's it's I'm I, I can't I'm at a loss for words. And y'all know me. I love to talk. I love to talk. This mouth of mine never stops moving at a thousand miles per hour. And that is a moment that I'm at a loss for words. I really am. And I hope that both of these two uh, find another WNBA team or find another league to uh, go into, and and I hope that that works out well for them. But I want to talk about something that I wrote an article on when I was um, at NC State and I was writing for the technician about why players need to get paid and how that could uh, drastically change and influence how players leaving early works. And all of these players, I believe all of these players got their degrees, I'm fairly certain. And with that being said, it's not just about the attainment of the degree. It's also about, I mean, at the end of the day, why do you go to college, right? You go to college to get a good job. Why do you get a good job? You get a good job because you get good pay. You can take care of yourself. You can enjoy yourself, all that good stuff, okay? If these players are in college, we are, I'm sure that uh, most of y'all have heard about the um, the speculation going on with Addison and, and USC uh, right now. But if you haven't, uh, Jordan Addison uh, of Jordan Addison of Pitt is in the transfer portal and or mulling transferring. And the rumors are that there is uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The rumors are that there is a $3 million uh, deal that he's looking at from USC and $3 million and a house in Southern California. Now, I don't know about y'all, but if you've seen the housing market in Southern, man, I'll tell you what, I went to a uh, offsite for my job um, and actually it was a hack week. I went there, I went to San Francisco in, I want to say, January. And there was a, my apartment, the apartment that I live in, two bed, two bath, 1100 square feet. Okay. This house that was 1300 square feet right outside San Fran was $1.3 million. That's so, you know, the, the deal that Jordan Addison is looking at is, is fairly massive and there's a lot of opinions being thrown around about it and, and what it means and what the implications are for sports. I'll tell you this. With what we saw out of all of our all of our um, 
recent grads or all of our folks who recently decided to take the next step to the professional level. Okay. One thing that I don't think gets talked about enough in all of this is the agents. Okay. And I know some of y'all are thinking, well, what do the agents have to do with this? Or why are you saying the agents aren't talking about enough? When these players, particularly football, actually, and basketball too, to some degree, um, when these players are thinking about coming out, okay, they tell a, or they, they hear from an agent who says, hey, man, I'm hearing that you're mocked at round two. I'm hearing that you're mocked at round one. I'm hearing that you're, you know, I'm hearing everybody saying that you're, you're going to go here. It rarely ever works out that way. Rarely, rarely. Friend of mine who was told he was mocked in the third round by an agent did not get drafted. Or that he was told that he was valued at, at third round, not, not undrafted, undrafted. So how do you go from allegedly middle of the third to completely undrafted? And this ain't to say all agents are bad or anything, but what I'm saying is these players having the ability to come back to college and still make money is going to be massive for stuff like this going forward. Absolutely massive. Because why would a, a women's basketball player leave school early in any way, shape, form, or fashion? Because, you know, as you all may know, Alyssa Kunane got an extra um, got an extra year due to the COVID year that she decided not to exercise. But the fact of the matter to me is simple. If these players can monetize their name, if they can – Make money off of college. It does not make sense to go into a more unstable league where you can be cut in two weeks. It doesn't. It simply does not. So, um, you know, we we could see that as well as with the football team. There's same deal. We're the largest public institution in the state of North Carolina. Largest public education institution in the state of North Carolina. We have the boosters. We have the money. If that's the case, we have enough to, to pay these uh, players to keep them in college a year longer, whatever the case may be. So, you know, and are there downsides to that? Of course, it's it's possible. But on a, on a, at a time where we see a lot of our players going undrafted, a lot of our players being waived and all that, I can't help but to think if NIL was fully fleshed out and, and you know, there was um, – a system in place or, or there was basically just more clarity on what's going on that would in turn have nothing but positive uh, results. It, it just wouldn't. It, it, if I'm talking about these players being able to get paid again, why would I risk going to the WNBA to make less money than I make in college? You go to college to get a job. You get a job to get good money. That's If you can make more in college than the NBA, I don't know what else to tell you. Put two and two together. Let the math math. Let the math figure it out for you. But it seems to me that it is very clear um, that, you know, the, the way to go here is to um, is to keep the NIL rolling, keep it growing and increasing. And again, people are talking about, well, is there going to be pay for play? Who cares? Who cares? At the end of the day, let me talk to you all about some of the things that coaches have done. These are actual factual things that you can Google right now. Tommy Tuberville left a recruit at dinner. 
at I'm sorry, not a recruit, multiple recruits. There were multiple recruits there on their official visit. He left them at dinner when he got the call that he got a new job. And there was nothing illegal. There was no oversight. There was no anything to say he can't do that. Yes, morally, you shouldn't do that. Yes, the word will get around and recruits won't want to sign with you. Sure. It happened how it happened. Let's talk about coaches giving their word, giving promises, all that type of stuff. Let's talk about it. A lot of players at Oklahoma said that Lincoln Riley promised that he was going to be there. Last time I checked, the University of Southern California is not in Norman, Oklahoma. And I've tried it. I've put much thought in this, but humans cannot be in two places at one time. Can't. So he can't coach both. I personally had a coach tell me, and this was not a coach on NC State's coaching staff, but this was a coach at another school. He told me, hey, listen, man, Promise me that you're not going to commit anywhere else until you take your official visit here. I said, oh, man, you you got to give me some skin in the game, too. Because even as a naive 18-year-old, okay, being the, the west side of Detroit in me always thinks that somebody's trying to get over on me in some way. You know what I mean? It's always like, what's the catch? What's the, what's the deal here? So I asked, I said, um, if I'm going to promise you that, I need you to promise me that you all won't take any D tackles until I come on my official visit. One week before my official visit, I got a call saying, oh, no, no, I didn't even get a call. I got a text saying, hey, we uh, we took another D tackle. We don't have a scholarship for you. So now, what does that have to do with players getting paid or whatever the case may be? Very simply, everybody around us already treats it like a business. The trainers get paid in cash. The coaches get paid in cash. The officials get paid in cash. The only people who I don't think are being paid in in cash are the assistants on the team. Or not the assistants, uh, the the, uh, student trainers and the, the... um, the water boys and, and water girl, like that's, that's it. That's it. That's all. And that's it. So y'all tell me because I'm everybody around college football professionals, right? Lou Holtz, Kirk Hershey, um, Mike Mayock, um, Mark May. All those guys, professionals, Fowler, professionals, but the players are amateurs and shouldn't get paid. Listen, if we get NIL rolling at NC State, we could keep the type of players that we just lost. And no offense to them, not saying that they made an uninformed or ill-informed decision, not saying that any of them made bad decisions. Actually, a majority of them didn't have any time left, like uh, Mecca Mezzi didn't have any time left. Randy Perez didn't have any time left. This is not to say, oh, well, y'all should have came back and this is what you get. But it's simply to say that with NIL, it's a win-win situation. People who want to give money away, they who want to give the money to the university, want to give the money to the team, they're going to have the ability to do so. And our student athletes are going to have the ability to make more than they would uh, going 
starting real life with the potential of going undrafted, with the potential of being waived despite being a first-round pick, it just makes sense to me. It just makes sense to me. That's and, and if I'm crazy for that, then I'm crazy for that. Call me what you want. But at the end of the day, I'm betting that as NIL picks up, we start to see more players stand, which is better for us. And speaking of betting, I've got to talk to you all about betonline.net. Folks, the NBA playoffs are here, and we are into the thick of it. I am telling you, find your favorite players, find your favorite teams, and bet on them. You think that you argue for your favorite players a lot because you like them? Well, put your money where your mouth is. They've got all types of prop bets. They've got game bets. They've got parlays. However you want to do it, BetOnline has something for you. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. So head to the website to check out the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing. But before we do, again, just a few very basic things. Uh, Shout out to Trent Gill for being drafted by the Bears. Obviously, uh, the as a Lions fan, I mean, ill Bears. But, like, I hope that he gets a lot of action this year. And I hope that he does exceedingly well. I hope that he's on the field after every drive and that he's knocking each uh, punt to be down inside the opponent's 10. I hope that for you, Trenton. Uh, but with that being said, none of the other Wolfpackers, uh, as far as football, got drafted. And, you know, that's that's a, a tough get there. Um, as far as the women's basketball players go, uh, Alyssa and Raina waived. Haven't got word on what's going on with Kayla, whether or not she's going to make the team be waived. But sometimes at, at this time, no news on a player is the best news you can get on the player. So, you know, that's that's definitely a possibility there. Uh, thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time, Wolfpack Nation. You all make this show what it is. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll